What's up? How you guys doing? Welcome to A Lot of Heads Podcast. I am your host, Christina Faith, and this is... A Brilliant Dummy. A Brilliant Dummy. <laughs> and today, we're going to talk about your fly, your fresh. Are you dressing for where you're going? Yes. So, I think this is a really cool topic because it helps us to understand, like, the struggles and complexities of why we do what we do as far as what we wear. Yes. And so, I can definitely take you on a journey about me, myself, and I, uh-huh. but, like... Tell me about your journey, cause you had you had a you had a a moment during COVID where something happened for you. Something did happen. So I cut my hair off in July. Um, how was I don't that know experience? the exact date. Like, how did you get there? Um, a couple different ways. I one the the biggest reason was I have been having like migraine headaches for the past two years, like nonstop every day, mm, every single day, every day. Mm, um, you still have those? No. Oh, okay. And that's I'm the sorry, that's the, the pray. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, you go cut. Ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But um, so that was the biggest reason, and it got to the point where like having my hair up, having it down, like it just it hurt. Okay. And um, yeah, and so. I was thinking about it, like, maybe just cut your hair. Something in my spirit. My spirit. My spirit was, like, saying, if you, you know, if you cut your hair, like, the the headaches will stop. But I'm like, I'm not cutting my hair. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. that's, no. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because as as a woman, you know, your hair is your glory in some sense. And in my case, I didn't realize it, but it was a part of my identity, too. Um... And so I wrestled with it for a while, and I finally was just like, I'm going to cut my hair. And um, I called one of my girlfriends. She hooked me up with somebody, and I booked the appointment, and I just won. Like, I didn't think about it. You know what I mean? And um, I have not had headaches since. So awesome. Praise God. Um, and I, I love it, mm-hmm. you know, because you always like, what am I going to look like? You know, with the shape of my head, all these things you know that you think and um i in a way it's like i'm i'm not hiding anymore mm, um, so your hair was like a it was like a cloak for you yeah it definitely was a so what was were a you cloak. hiding is the question i don't know um, <laughs> i don't know just me like i was hiding um my face you know literally you and figuratively yeah, yeah. i had a lot of yeah big hair i just love big hair yeah so i was i don't know i i <laughs> and that's that's symbolic of a lot of things obviously i'm not in hiding anymore <laughs> um and so you know yeah i guess it's when the veil is taken off it's just taken off and so it has um it's my way of dealing with a lot of different insecurities okay um and uh it, it's freeing though you know what i mean i it's, it's just freeing you know that's all i can say well i think i'm thinking back to like my journey of evolving and changing and so like i was a they use the word tomboy i don't think it should be a term i was athletic as a kid like i was like heavily athletic right 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 um, like i played basketball every single day i Same. swam i was outside all the time it was i think i was like 12 years old when I stopped playing football and mm. I was like, y'all ninjas is I trying to touch play my freeze. breasts. Right, right. I'm like, y'all little freaky. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm going I'm to I'm run in the streets. Touch freeze um, with the boys. Yeah, and so you kind of get like me and my aunt and everybody we were looking at uh, pictures because my mom just passed and everybody was looking at, you know, who I was. 
And they were like, yeah, she just wanted to get up and go. And I just wanted to get up and go. Mm -hmm. But I think throughout that, um, I think people begin to label you because you don't fit the mold of femininity that they think you should fit. Right. And so I, I think... Well, I know for me, when I got to college, I started really smelling myself because my friends was like, we're going to straighten this hair. Mm -hmm. And so I developed, I started to develop like my own identity in mm -hmm. a sense. And I had friends that was like, all right, this is great. Like, let's, this is what you like. Let's help you dress it up. Mm -hmm. um, and I think as I went on in life, um, I, you know, I had, I was definitely, I was always a, a dye person, dyed my hair, straightened it. My, my doobie, that's a, a Jersey thing. My doobie, <laughs> my doobie. was always flowing. <laughs> um, and then one day I woke up and I wanted to cut my, my perm out. Mm. And I think I hadn't had a perm for like three months. And I had the type of hair that is very hard to manage without a perm. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I went to the bar, I went to the, I would try to go to the barbershop, which was downstairs from my hair salon and none of the guys would cut my hair mm. they was like no you're gonna have to wait for carl and so i was like uh y'all just can't do this so i can go to work so i called out of work and i was like hey i'm not coming in today um i'll see y'all tomorrow <laughs> and so i'm sitting there waiting for carl and carl comes and i'm like carl he's like oh what you want me to do and i was like i need you to cut it off and he was like for what <laughs> so i was like no i just want to i just i just want to start over let's yeah. cut it off and so he cut it off and i felt so freaking free yeah. like I got home my mom because you know your family will tell you not to cut your hair yeah like yeah. why are you cutting your hair especially if your hair is long like why are you right. cutting your hair don't cut your hair right. now mind you my mom and my grandmother had cut all of their hair mm -hmm. like my grandmother cut her I remember when she cut her hair her first time I was maybe four or five years old and I remember her coming through the vestibule at the house with this fly fly short pepper and mm. salt and pepper hair looking like she was on the cover of <laughs> ebony and my grandfather looked at her and said why'd you cut your hair <laughs> and um she was like because i wanted to wow. um and i know like i knew what you know she was older so she's like you know it's time for me to cut my hair and mm. i was like well i'm 23 years old i'm cutting my hair mm. i think i was 23 24 and it just felt so good i felt like i was coming out of bondage mm. <laughs> like cutting that perm out like yeah. i was on the I have the picture. I'm going to find it one day. I don't know who. I think my mom took the picture. Mm -hmm. And I was like twirling on the front yard lawn because it was just so free. And she was like, right. oh, my gosh, she looks so good. And I was like, I told you. <laughs> I told you. Um, yeah. and, but I think a lot of that, especially in the black community, the length of our hair and our type of hair is, is linked to femininity. Yeah. Like my brother has said in the past, like, I don't want a girl. She ain't got, you know, long hair. Long hair. Like, right. And that's, 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 I think we don't even realize just how whiteness is packed into that. Like, you can't even accept who you are mm -hmm. because whiteness is packed into the way that we mm -hmm. we wear yeah. our hair. Yeah. And so, this is actually my second set of locks. Wow. Um, I just cut, wow. like, four or five inches off, but it needed to go. Wow. Um, and it's interesting you say that, too, with, like, how you saw your brother respond to it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, how we see even men respond mm -hmm. to our hair mm -hmm. the length of it the coarseness or the softness you know what i mean of it affects it too and i think just like you so we both have two brothers i'm mm -hmm. the youngest i don't know what are you i'm the youngest you're only. the baby too I'm the youngest only. oh wow okay so i, I think that played a, a part in it too uh -huh. right i had two older brothers they were playing sports so i was always trying to run behind them and doing things um they were also very overprotective especially my oldest brother mm -hmm. who was super overprotective mm -hmm. and so um man 
if a dude called my house, mm-hmm. it was like... So how, old, how much older are your brothers to you? So my oldest brother is eight years older than me. Uh-huh. And then my second oldest brother is two years older than me. Okay. So we're like pretty close. But mm-hmm. um, it so my oldest brother was like super, super overprotective. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a common thing within the black community. When I was like... 9, 10, 11, people thought I was 16, 17 because I started developing, like, early hips and all this stuff. Yeah, that's how we do. And so I would always, like, wear my hair straight and stuff. And I wasn't mm-hmm. in, like, Daisy Dukes, but I wore my size clothes. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't doing that. Sorry. And um, so I remember vividly one day I was going to the corner store in our, you know, neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming out the store, and this guy was, like, trying to talk to me. And mind you, I'm like, I was very shy growing up. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, I can't give, I'm like telling him like, I think I was like 10 or 11 at the time. I I did just get my hair done. So I was looking sharp, but (laughs) he was trying to talk to me. And so I'm like trying to tell him like I'm 10 and he thought I was lying to him. And so he just like cussed me out in front of everybody like, that's why you ugly. I wasn't trying to talk to you. Like, just went in on me. Mm-hmm. And, man, I walked up that hill in tears, and I never went back to that store again. Mm-hmm. And after that, I that's when I started, like, dressing baggier, wearing baggier mm-hmm. clothes, because I noticed, you know, um, guys would see my shape or my body, and that was drawing attention. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, so Number one, I can't, again. yeah, I, right. That's where, that's probably where it started. Yeah. Cause I'm like, oh, if I just cover up, then I won't get the attention. And Unwanted during that attention. right period mm-hmm. up until I would say 11th grade, mm-hmm. you know, I just dressed baggy and it worked for the most part. I didn't get as much attention as I was getting. Um, and I kind of let that carry throughout teenage years and even into adulthood, um, you know, but now I, I kind of got to remind myself sometimes, like, you're not that little girl anymore. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you're a woman, it's okay to have the body you have mm-hmm. and not be ashamed of it because mm-hmm. I was like, I felt shame, mm-hmm. um, with my body. And so a lot of that like played a part into me. You know, I was wearing them D4L white tees. I was like, I was just oh, horrible. like you had the, I, I had the, it. I had the cargo. I, I had all types of stuff. Um, so you were like, I need to see pictures. You were like, oh, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to see pictures. I was like, dressing awful. Um, yeah, I don't even want to bring up pictures. I was just, I was trying to cover up. You know, so I don't think so. I don't think I was trying to cover up. I dressed baggy too. like looking back at pictures. It wasn't extreme. It wasn't it wasn't your baggy. <laughs> but I think I was trying to be like TLC and Aaliyah. And mm. so like they dressed baggy, like they made it cool yeah, to but wear. They, they were still feminine, but it was still, still feminine. Yeah, or and so like I, I wanted know. my hat to the back and I literally yeah. like I got pictures, hats in the back, Fila shirt on. Yeah. Reebok uh, sneakers like I, I wanted like I've always been very attracted to certain styles. Right. And so I think that's kind of like what I was going for. I think my 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 body type like I was like you like 
I had a full whole. I had a whole full body by the time I was like eleven. Mm-hmm. Like in fifth grade, it was yeah. it was like, like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and so <laughs> and little boys did some really stupid stuff to me. Like that Tasmanian devil looked real big on you, and I was just like, what? Just demeaning <laughs> stuff. Like all right, whatever. I'm not feeling you, so kids that's not gonna are, work. Yeah, kids man. are trash. Like we were really trash as kids. <laughs> and so I think. You know, you start to dif- differentiate between the tomboy versus the girly when femininity is not that, right? Hmm. Femininity isn't, oh, I'm, I have on heels and now I'm feminine. Hmm. Like, femininity is what you make it. And so I think because of the because of the different ways that people dress, I think even back then people started to say, oh, you're gay because that's how you dress. And it's like, like... I ain't got no problem with gay folk, like, but I ain't gay. Yeah. Like, because I, I dress like this. Right. And, and I think the church really protrudes that as well. Yeah. I mean, I I think everybody protrudes it. Since I've cut my hair, I've definitely gotten, I've had family members calling, asking if I was gay and, you know, why you cut your hair? And I'm like, oh, but wow. like, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, so it's everybody, but it's like, why, why is, uh, why Everything a woman do tied hair. back to our sexuality in some way. You know what I mean? Like I think gender roles. I think people take gender roles to a whole nother level, right? So men wear have short hair. So now if you cut your hair short, you want to be a man. That's mm-hmm. literally what people are saying right. when they when they say that. And so I I think biblically we don't see that, right? Our gender roles we have to realize are very baked into the fabric of the society and culture that we're in. Mm -hmm. And biblically, we do see that gender roles do matter as far as how certain things happen. But even in that, it's not a, you a woman, so you supposed to do this, Mm -hmm. right? And so how do we, how do we, not tie everything that we do back to our sexuality and bringing together a role that doesn't necessarily reflect me. So because I got sneakers on, I'm not feminine. Mm -hmm. Listen, and and just to be frank, (laughs) I wear sneaks or flat shoes because you never know when you got to run from a dog or a fight. And so... It's, is that why you do that? <laughs> yes. It's, so we'll you never know. see you in heels? Like you ain't rocking them? I, I won't say never. I have wore heels before, probably like once or twice a year. Okay. I will break it out. Um, but for the most part, I'm on the ground. Because if I need to make a quick movement somewhere, I need to get there um, without falling. But um, one thing I, I will say in my journey and in, in evolving is, you know... I, I never, I never say never, and so, you know, I might be wearing chucks all day now, but I don't know how married Tierra dresses. You know. So what I mean? why do you like, hold on? So let's do that. Let's do that. <laughs> how come married Tierra would dress different than single? Tierra? I I don't know. I don't know what she's gonna do. Well, I think she might because you know what? <laughs> Who is she doing it for then? Well, I mean, it would. I I am gonna do certain stuff for my husband. So if, if that's what if he your husband, like. So if he wants you to only wear. Heels, you gonna well, I, I ain't say that. Yeah, I, I, I ain't get that far. Okay. But she might wear sundresses and heels. Like, you know what okay. I mean? Like, because I have changed over the years. And yeah. so I'm at least going to say, oh, I'm never wearing that or I'm never doing, you know what I mean? Like, I always thought I would never wear makeup. And, you know, I do those things okay. now. And so I'm not going to say I'm never going to do this. I do think that um, there will be certain things um 
of my womanhood that God will equip my husband to bring out. Not to like invent, but just to cultivate and bring out. Like I understand I have to do the work of like overcoming my own insecurities and wanting to look good for myself. You know what I mean? And so it's not in a sense of like. Because you also get somebody who don't care what you wear. I yeah. know some people that they, they look care. like they don't care what they wear. And they really don't. Mm, well. and so I think, I think even that is a gender role and identifying factor that you're putting on a, a gender that is not necessarily, that's right. a cultural thing. Right. That's because, oh, I like you, I like you in that. Not right. necessarily because I'm bringing out your womanhood. Yeah. And so, I, but I think it, it, it will help cultivate womanhood in you, but I think we have to be really careful about how we define womanhood and femininity. Yeah. Because there are men who don't want to date you unless you wear heels. Like, that's a Facts. real thing. Yeah. Right? And so, Dang, I, I think, Especially because, like, all right, I will wear heels and dresses. Like, in the summertime, I'm a, I'm a sundress person. Like, what is going on? Alan be like, yes, yeah, summer. <laughs> no. Alan prefers this style. Like, a, a dress every once in a while is cool. Amen. But he's like, he's like, all right, what you wearing on your feet? Um, and so, I think, in general, we just have to be very careful about how we are transferring our expectations onto another person. Right, right. right? Absolutely. Because if you say he'll bring out the womanhood, maybe the womanhood then is dresses and heels all the time. Right. Right? Because I, I know some men that is just like that. Like, she got sneakers on, I ain't trying to holler. Mm. Right? And so, I, you know, I, as we think about expectations and, like, dressing, I think during COVID, I've decided to say, why are you wearing that? All right, let's just redo this whole thing, mm-hmm. right? Because I, in a sense, I know for me, I've hidden behind, oh, I'm just a director. I don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't need to get dressed. Mm-hmm. But then I started looking at the behind-the-scenes pictures, and I was like, hold up. <laughs> like, That's what? not going to work. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And so I want to dress for where I'm going. So right. how do you think you've transformed the way that you dressed in the midst of the hair and everything throughout Oh, a lot. COVID. Like, because we all been home chilling, ordering stuff that we shouldn't be ordering. Right. But you know, even preparing for like this show, I've been like shopping every week. You like, ridiculous. Because, you know, um, I don't have to get up every morning and go into an office, even before COVID. Mm-hmm. So my schedule mm-hmm. is all over. If I'm not doing a shoot or something, mm-hmm. I'm out running errands. So I'm just with sweats and. I remember one time I had sweats and they would have like holes in them. And my nephew, you know, kids are honest. He was like, you need a makeup. Are you going to die alone? And I was like, what? Like, a child said this to me. He was like, you need a makeover. Like, what is going on with you? And you don't realize it because you, yeah, you're just like, oh, you know, and then you get, sometimes you get this pride too. You're like, I don't don't care what I look like, but. Yeah, like um so I'm I'm much more aware of uh just my dress, how I present myself. You know, there is um there's a scripture in Ruth, uh mm-hmm. Ruth three three that I read and Naomi is is basically she tells Ruth to take off your morning clothes mm-hmm. um as she tells her to go and they plotting on Boaz, right? Because yeah, <laughs> she plots. That's a whole other podcast. But um, in this preparation, right, she tells her to take off her morning clothes and put your best clothes on, mm-hmm. right? Like, clean up, brush your hair, do your hair, you know what I mean? And so, 
there, I think there is a, a point of uh, doing things in excellence and not just letting yourself go. And part of that, too, uh, you know, one thing my best friend told me is like, you know, when you are feeling good on the inside, that typically is going to exude mm-hmm. on the outside. And mm-hmm. so I think because um, I wasn't really sure of myself on the inside or I had this mindset of like, ain't nobody checking for me. Ain't nobody looking. You know what let I mean? Let me tell you, my brother said, you it don't just, know. You, he yeah. said, t- my brother said this something that I think women can hear this and I hope receive it. He said, you're so single focused, you don't even realize that they're looking at you. Mm, that's true. Because I was around a whole bunch of men. I He was like, you don't that, need pay niggas no time. That's true. And I was like, I didn't even know. I also wasn't interested. But right. our lack of smiling does that too. Not to say that you got to smile at every man that walk by because right. you don't. Because black men need to stop telling right. black women to smile. But um, <laughs> We do though. Because yeah. in... That's, that's even, also our guard. Yeah, that's a guard. And a lot of that too is is something that we're we're taught in church, right? With like let that man he who find you know, we always he who finds a man and so you create these passive my women that right, like rolled. that don't say nothing, you don't do nothing, yeah. you don't smile, you're not friendly, you're not inviting, but you expect somebody to be like, Oh, you know, and now some men might go past that wall, but it's like smile like act like you want to talk to somebody or you know what i mean like but uh, yeah a lot of it is we put these guards up we put these walls up and we just keeping it moving and I not focused i don't need nobody right now focused right. on me, on me. and it's, it's bull but um, <laughs> like why well, ain't got nobody <laughs> right like you got to get out your crib like this man unless he an amazon delivery driver well, no don't like, get out your crib <laughs> not now not, stay <laughs> home not now which is a whole nother dynamic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, Facebook, gosh. Instagram, no, um, but, nasty. yes, I, you know, so to answer your original question, I, I definitely have changed. Um, just more aware of, you know, presenting myself. And I'm starting to, I feel good. Like, I want to dress up and, you know, put together different colors, swatches and hats and accessories and all these things. Um, because, you know... It's just my style now. I mean, I'm changing. I'm growing up. Aww. <laughs> so, okay. Let's get into <laughs> what you listening to, shawty. Man, I am listening to... Uh, I'm listening to a lot of India Sean still. Um, and the new Xavier Omar. Mm-hmm. He dropped. I'm listening to him. Um, I'm also listening to Bima Podcast. What's that? It's a really good podcast. They break down, like, basically the the Bible from a... From from the Bima seat. Right. Um, But they just break down, like, the cultural context of the Bible in in the Eastern setting, which is Mm -hmm. what it was written to. Um, So, yeah, I'm listening to that. It's really good. And that's it. Watch anything good? Yes, I just watched Just Mercy. Okay. Just the other day. Just a year I behind. just, yeah, when did that come Last out? Last March. I'm not a movie person, so, and that took me two days to watch. Because um, I will, like, was a, was I fall asleep. One. Yeah, it was, it was intense. intense. And then, like, I like see movies that are, like, real. I, I always stop and go back and read the real story and okay. As I'm watching it, um, it was a really, really so good story. So you just story. ruin the story for yourself while you watching. Yeah, it? I, I like spoilers. All right, cool. I want to know what I'm getting into. Gotcha. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> what are you listening so, to? So, um, Damage by Her. I 
think mm, yes. that music video, I was just like, yeah, like the camera work. Shout out to the to yeah, the she's the, doing the behind it. the scenes folks on that on that song. That was dope. Yeah, she's doing it. That was dope. It. Them camera angles and the oh, man, that was beautiful. Um, I'm listening to your favorite person. Um, Lecrae just put out a deluxe um, on Restoration. I thought it was really good. Okay. Um, Queen Naja, Misunderstood. The only thing I have a problem about with Queen Naja's Misunderstood is that the intro, like I found no lies in the intro. Is is this rap or R&B? This is R&B. You don't know who Queen Naja is? You would actually like Queen Naja. Okay. You like all I thought you were about to say stuff. Queen Latifah. I was like, whoa. Yo. <laughs> you would. Um, you probably would be banging new Queen shout Latifah. Shout out to my, to my Peloton folks. Mm, yes, <laughs> the Beyonce Peloton yes. rise, uh, the Beyonce artist collection. Oh, so um, that's where you found her. Who? Nigel? No, what? Stop. <laughs> What's going on? Stop. I just moved into something else. I went from music to exercise. Oh, um, I, oh, okay. I'm only shouting out Peloton because they did something that was really cool. Um, they are, launched an artist collection, so Apple's coming with a fitness uh, answer, oh, wow. and it's going to be included in your membership. So now you can get like all kinds of Apple stuff all together for one price as opposed to all these separate charges they have. Wow. And they're adding fitness. And so they're trying to take that over too. Oh, wow. So Peloton said, uh-uh, we're going to go get Beyonce and a whole bunch of other artists. So okay. the first person that they launched is Beyonce. Okay. And so Beyonce is partnering with them. If you're at an HBCU, I believe you get Peloton, the app for free. Um, and so that's one of their ways of giving okay. back to the black community. Um, but they did Tunde, Alex, Ali. Um, and a few other of the Peloton instructors oh, wow. did Beyonce specific rides, yoga, running, and so the entire class is okay. that. And but where the do reason you get these why bikes from? Where, where does it, where? the Peloton is a bike. I don't have a Peloton. I'm not getting money like that. I have a Schwinn with the Peloton app on my iPad. Okay. So the app is one is thirteen dollars a month. Okay. And then I bought a Schwinn, which is like a is a um, is a hack to not spend three thousand dollars on a bike. And so I ain't got that Peloton money. I got some friends that got that Peloton money. I yeah. did not. They getting money. <laughs> um, but check out that first ride if you can, even if it's just a trial. Like, I'm serious. And I'm, not, I'm just plugging them because Peloton has really been dope for me during COVID. Mm. Like, that's also been a pro- part of my, where are you going? Like, is your body prepared for where you're going? Mm. Like, are you going to, yeah. you know, die in an early age because this is a very stressful job? Yeah. Or are you going to take care of your temple? Yeah. And so... That's been my week. Um, yeah, that Peloton Alex and Tunde ride, that thing was crazy. It, it get your body. It was, get me. No, actually, <laughs> I did one a day that Allie did, and she's get me body. Oh gosh. Body. Yeah, but, Beyonce is is good for working out. I yes, will say that. She's, That's about it was like all. The perfect, I just need them. Like it was just perfect. Mm. I'm gonna need Jay Z to come on because I need some Jay Z rides. Like he got some tracks. He got some tracks. It's a whole lot of other artists that we can use too. So that's all I got for today. All right. Well, I think that is all we got for this episode. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. I'm Christina Faith. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Christina Faith. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I guess I'll give you my Twitter. Twitter At a brilliant dummy. (laughs) A brilliant dummy. And you can follow us together at a lot of hats podcast. A L O T T A. Hats, H-A-T-S podcast, right? I think. Look, if you put in a lot of hats, we're going to pop up. It'll come up. Thank you for following us. <laughs> Love you guys. Peace. Cut. That wasn't that so was bad. Good.